Fans from the land of the rising sun, this is the Gridiron Japan podcast. Zach Heilman and Greg James in for this one. John Gunning had to step aside, unfortunately, for this edition of the show, but he will be back next week along with a special guest that we are locking down. I will not reveal anything on that said guest, but you can sit with anticipation. Greg, how are things with you? It's good, sir. Uh, understand you've been busy lately, am I right? I've been real busy, but after last, I'm not doing well after last night after my Cardinals lost in the yeah. uh, in the last second by a muffed play. Mm-hmm. So, but other than that, I'm doing great. <laughs> that, I mean, I, I you're taking it better than I would if I if I was uh, watching like Allen Robinson do the same thing or something like that. But you know, hey, to each their own. The fact that they were even in that contest at the last second. Well, my take on it is at least they weren't blown out true true it was looking that way for a bit i when they were going down 24 14 i'm like uh well i don't know <laughs> yeah yeah i was i was right there with you but then they came back and you know i mean their own mistakes hurt them i mean that you had uh without you know going off on a tangent here sure. but you know two miscues and two turnovers really cost them the game yeah absolutely but yeah nfl for you early in the week for them for us, it's uh well, it's about almost game time here for section five this week of X1 Super, and then you know X1 area is coming to its own end in a little over a week. Yeah, you know, kind of sn- sneaks up on you, but it's a shorter season, of course. Uh, starts earlier too, and right. uh, we're about to find out the four teams for next year that are going to be moving up. And I think we've got a pretty good idea as we uh, as we approach the end here as to who those, well, at least who the three of the four teams are going to be. There's a fourth spot that is still up for grabs, but um, right. if you, if you ever, if you've ever had Asahi beer, well, and you like Asahi beer, well, you're in luck that they're uh, one of those teams that are at the top or soda, either one of them. Like, yes, whole, <laughs> it seems the whole brand is doing very well. Both. Yeah. You moment. know what? Maybe this is uh Maybe this is a way for the X League to expand by having your two top teams with uh, the brand. I mean, what what better way to to get more exposure than through a beer and soda company? Let's get it a league sponsorship, not just a club sponsorship. Exactly. <laughs> you know, you're getting two teams, you're getting them at the top level. You're not not saying they'll go right away and can challenge, you know, for the Rice Bowl. But hey, well, you know, it's something you know, on akin back in the Arena Football League uh, years when uh it was the net 10 arena football league if you yeah, were and they were the first professional league to have a sponsorship on their league's uh name like right. in the league name itself so yeah. you know they kind of pioneered that although different kind of desperate times for them but different yeah, story true. uh same concept if you will that we're kind of thinking about or yeah. spitballing. And, you know and as we all know i mean other you know the nfl obviously doesn't really need the marketing campaign of help of another entity, but, you know, for the smaller leagues, you know, like the CFL, the, the elf, um, yep. you know, the X league, you know, that, that, that branding, that exposure from other companies, that's what I like about the X league. You've actually, you know, uh, you have company, you know, have company names associated along with these teams, which is great. I mean, we've seen in the CFL, the patch, the patches on the Jersey, 
Sure. And even in, you know, the NBA and all that, but um, in Japan, that's what I like about Japanese sports um, in baseball. You, you know, you explain to somebody, you try to explain to somebody who's never seen Japanese baseball. Well, what is a Yamiri? I go, well, that's a newspaper. Then you go down the line. It's like, oh, these are company teams. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's the one thing that's very unique about Japan that uh, which I love, though. They still are the Tokyo Giants. But other than that, every other town that has a team is, well, you've got the Hiroshima Carp mm-hmm. and you have the Sapporo uh, Nippon Ham Fighters. Yeah. And they're not the ham fighters it, they're just owned by nippon ham and they just happen to be named the fighters so but um that's what makes japan so unique is, in terms of with athletics um is you know the use of the you know especially in baseball and and in mm-hmm. x league is the use of the company name company um branded teams well like nippon ham it's kind of similar to how like the first few shows like at least at least myself but maybe 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 you once in a while we're like going yeah, the gas creators. Instead, it's Tokyo Gas. Right. The creators yeah. is the mascot, which I was. Ha- I'm glad that somebody over at Inside Sports Japan was like, "Hey, by the way, like that's not how you." <laughs> that's not- like, thank God for ISP- ISJ, because I'm like, oh, I could have just kept this little sh- this little shtick going for a while, and everyone's yeah. going, "What's he talking about? Why does he keep right. doing that?" Well, and that's the unique thing about when, you know, being an outsider looking in on Japan, just they do things differently. And I know from my personal experience, yeah, there is, there is when you're, when you're, when you're, for lack of a better term, you're a foreigner looking in on Japan and how things are done there. We do, uh, you know, we, you know, we, we do think, you know, we, we look at it and it's like, well, it's not quite how, but the, how we see it. But the beautiful thing about Japan is, is when they do a sport like foot, like our football and baseball, it is to me a better brand than what we, we, we gave them originally. They give it back. Mm -hmm. So baseball being a good example. And, you know, as in watching a full season of X league this year, you see that with the, the Japanese play football. Yeah. It's a very, it's, even though you know it's it it is much like football is meant to be played for the love of the game, oh, and you see that kind of come out. Even though obviously some of the scores uh, are very reflective of uh, a disparity in talent, you see with everybody, everybody plays their heart out till the final whistle. You don't see anybody giving up. It is, and I'll tell you what I think. The last few sections for either the area or super teams have actually some of the games have been closer and it feels like that it's kind of catching up to speed um, right? with how, you know, we, they kind of took a bit of a year off in a way or for yeah. part of a sec or part of a half, half a year, a year off, uh, which one, but you know, I mean, we're talking like for crying out loud, like the Mitsubishi, the, all the Mitsubishi lions are going to be playing their first game against the IBM big blue this coming week in two years like that that's how long yeah. it's been since that was a matchup thinking about that right i mean they've been kind of they've canceled a whole season last year they yeah. delayed even more so right now now luckily they're back but like that's kind of in its own right like that's just imagine them catching up at this moment everyone yeah. else is now looking like they kind of are up to speed so right you know. and also too you know all these you know, these teams are cl- i mean they're club teams and mm-hmm. you know the, everybody on these teams works a full-time job so right. 
to stay in shape to, you know, there's just that, that's what I love about, you know, the X league is the commitment by the people who play on these teams because, you know, they are, they're doing it truly for the love of the game. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, it, it's an, it's an amateur sport. It's not, it is. It, it, it is. By definition it is an amateur sport. It's top league, but it's still considered amateur. So right. Yeah. Keep that. In and, mind. you know, you think about it now, kind of where we're at with everything here in the States in terms of with college level, um, obviously, you know, if you play for, uh, you know, if you, you know, if you play in Alabama and you're a star in Alabama, technically you're no longer an amateur athlete. You are kind of <laughs> probably getting paid and so you're getting compensation of, of some sort. Whereas if you go to, let's just use it, for example, Western Illinois university, right. You are not, you're going to be an, you are an amateur playing an amateur sport because in Macomb. Yeah. No, I don't think you're going to get the, uh, get the uh, sponsorship deals that you would say, you know, at Alabama. In a, in a modern NIL setting, you are, uh, that definitely fits the bill. Right. <laughs> you know, that, yeah. that absolutely fits the bill. In Alabama, I mean, we've, you can crack the jokes. You can take it seriously on how like a full Alabama roster with Nick Saban could possibly beat like a lower tier NFL team, or at least give them a good run. You know, right. that's just how, how stacked the talent is with some yeah. of these recruiting classes that, you know, sec power fives bring in and all that. Yeah. Well, know? and it kind of goes into, um, you know, something you and I talk about often when we're not doing our podcast is football is very much about story. Yes. Too. And that's something with the X League that, you know, at least we're able to at least start, you know, presenting to people is kind of the story. And, um, you know, I know as we were going on here, I know on the X League side on YouTube, they were doing a live, uh, they were doing a, a live stream and there's about 700 people tuning in. So, you know, people, there are, Jeff, you know, there are people in Japan who are interested in American football. And, you know, with that, if you love American football, like we all do here, part of the reason is because of the story and the personalities behind it. Indeed. Absolutely. Indeed. And that's a nice, that's something that's good that they're spreading out and kind of taking advantage of is, you know, that's a good promotion tool, which, you know, we've been yeah. hinting all, well, all our, throughout you this know, beginning. Fr- you know, friend of the show, uh, Takuro is, uh, Formerly of the BC Lions, uh, looked like mm-hmm. he was being interviewed tonight. So, um, at some point, hopefully, we can get him on our show. I know that might be with the time difference, and I don't know what the, um, you know, what the language, you know, what the language situation is with with English. But that would be, I think, for us, a you know, at some point to sit down with him and and talk about his story. Oh yeah, how he made it, you know, from where he did, and and you know, and unfortunately, hey, the BC Lions didn't work out. But well, let's face it, look at the Lions right now and their record in the, in the CFL. You know what? That was probably a good thing. That was probably a good thing for <laughs> him at this point. Yeah. So he'll be back. It'll be interesting to see where he lands. And hopefully with the USFL, uh, you know, taking off here in the spring, we'll get to see him back this way. Another option, you know, coming yeah. up for some of these guys too. Um, and I, yeah, it, fascinating. You know, a lot of this, it's, you know, Japanese players getting more opportunities, you know, lately. And, you know, I'm looking forward to finally seeing one that can break through fully and, yeah, you know, get and it to it, where it, that recognition is more there. Yeah. Too. Well, we've got Les Maru over in Winnipeg. Yep. And, you know, so it's, uh, 
it's it's going to happen. It's just it's a matter of time. Mm-hmm. And you you look at baseball and you use that as the example. You kind of the template. You know, once Hideo Nomo came to the to hit hit it big in the major leagues, then there was you know that was slow at first. But now you look at you know I I've lost count how many Japanese players play in the states right now. That's fair. Yeah, that is fair. I mean, hey, baseball being obviously you know taking that country by storm so right makes sense um let's see here where were we <laughs> where were we <laughs> ah that's good you you know us folks we we, we it, it's always always going to the deep conversation and then snap back to reality for a second, for a second um i, I want to you and i wanted to do this in the in the show let's let's look at the in particular we're going to focus a lot more on area than we have really in a while Right. Uh, like we we always bring it up but we it's kind of more of a like let's take a, let's uh check in on the uh up on the promotion uh front and so yeah you know this is the last week to do so because as you hinted greg we have a three-way tie going into mm-hmm. section six with right now according and if this is the accurate tiebreakers based on what the x league site has You've got the Deers, it appears, as the four right now. Now, they're all tied in, they're tied in points with the Densu Caterpillars and the Tokyo Metropolitan Police Department. Um, section nine. Yeah. So, <laughs> section nine, of course. <laughs> and they have nine points. <laughs> right. Well, but obviously you want to have 12 by the end of the week. And it's funny because yeah. they, the sec- section nine's own, own roster team, they almost got upset this past week, this past weekend, by the way, they were, if it wasn't for one field goal doinking off of the crossbar, well, off of one of the goalposts, we could be talking about how it's really a two team race at this point. Right. Like they, they won by the skin of their teeth. And, it was and really a double doink in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. I mean, you feel bad for the bulls. Cause like, you know, they've, they've been struggle busting it through the season. And right. this is like the best shot besides their week one game against the bulls eyes. And yeah. you just hate to see it that go that way. For yeah. Them. And you know, you always, you hate, you know, you, I love parody in every league. So if every team is either a few games above 500, a few, but you know, unfortunately you have a team like the bulls that hasn't really done it, hasn't done anything. So, yeah, you know, when I see, you know, my heart goes out to those guys on that team because you know they're trying their best, and unfortunately, it's it's not reflected in the record. Absolutely, well, and yeah, I mean, you you can only do so much, and it's every team's different on how they fund like imports and how they fund right. what they want to bring in. You know, I don't, I'm not saying the Bulls aren't doing that. I don't know if they are, but you know, it's it's a lower tier club at the moment just because you have guys like asahi like the asahi beer silver star or they're or the soft drink or asahi soft yeah. drink and they're investing in you know exports from everywhere right. you know, well in every that. league too you do need a detroit lions and they're the detroit lions of the league right. right now or you have a team like the suns who have excellent japanese talent and yes. they're writing that very much i mean they have two quarterbacks that could play at any given time and one of them's acting like Taysom hill running deep routes uh right now you know their own swiss army knife exactly you know that's been an exciting story they actually had a write-up on him uh 
I'm space. I'm going to do space on the name until I get the roster up, but they had a write up on him on the league's website, kind of no joke saying that it's the league's Taysom Hill. Oh, and nice. Like, I, I did not see that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a few weeks ago, but they're an exciting team to watch. Like you watch highlights or replays on them. Yeah. You know, the Suns are fun. They they're, they're a fun team to watch. And really they could be, they could be undefeated this year too. If it wasn't for the challengers getting a late, late game score in week one or in section yeah. one. And that was the, that was, that's been to me the game of the year so far, at least compared well, to a lot of these in the area. I mean, you know, and, and watching all these games, I mean, the area has had the better games. Mm-hmm. It really has. I mean, you know, I mean, I haven't seen now, obviously, you know, in the super, you know, we know who the top teams are. And at times we've been able to see even that size difference amongst the super teams, but you get down to area it's um, I don't even describe it. It's, it's kind of in a way much like what used to be. It's what for me growing up was division one, double a. Oftentimes those were the better games on, you know, watching those games because the, the talent, there's just a lot of hidden talent. I think, you know, in area, there's just a lot of hidden talent. So, you know, in next season, you know, they're going to increase super by four. So it'll be interesting to see how these four teams do once they get promoted. Well, and who gets retained as well. You know, one thing John's hit on a lot is there's a lot of turnover. So I I'm wondering like, once we get into the spring portion of next year, what we're going to see out of these rosters as well. Cause like, and by the way, finally got my namings in order. Cause I'm was doofus and didn't have the roster up uh, Takato Ito shout out to him. That is who has been really the exciting Taysom Hill archetype for the, for the Suns. Uh, like I said, he caught, he got, I believe it was like a 30 yard touchdown pass this week. And I was like, yeah, wait a minute. That's the backup quarterback. <laughs> back out there <laughs> you know but they've been thrown around the field you know you yuto nishiyama has been been a stellar in his own right and so right well know. it's even kind of reminiscent of you know back in high school when we were back in high school you had those guys that were really dual threats were mm-hmm. younger and you know could not only chuck the ball but heck we had a guy that could kick the ball 60 yards that's so awesome. um yeah so that's what i like about you know you do see the talent again. You just for those who have never watched it, um, you can find all. You can find a lot of these. Well, you can find the X two, which is the the league that's lower. You can find um, you can find current games uh, over at uh, GridIronJapanTV.net. Mm-hmm. Now, the highlights and everything of all these games are also there. So all you have to do is just go look at for the playlists and. All the playlists are there to show the highlights from these games, as well as full games with, you know, past full games. Um, And amongst those past full games are the ones with X2. And I believe even the X3 games are there too. So if you look at the talent and watch, just give it time. You know, I think every, I think anybody who watches it, I know our friends over at uh, the world of football with Randy and Adam snow, who gave us, you know, it was nice to give us a shout out last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, talking to them, they're like, "Hey, that's some good football there." So, um, yeah, yeah, no, it's it's. <laughs> if you're interested in Japanese football, you know, just go to, like I said, go to GridironJapanTV.net, and it's right there. Yeah, Greg's throwing all this stuff together really nice and tidy in a good package. You know, if you're getting curious about any of this, like, he's done a good job. You know, yeah, he's giving you all the de- all the necessities. <laughs> 
all the necessities to get you like at least background on it to start right. and other games prior if you can you know and including there is when you go to the website and uh you go to a youtube page because the webs type in the website it'll take you right to the youtube page but there is a primer on football well, the x league in japan which uh was courtesy of the united states army which it was a nice little right, find on right. youtube and uh so it's uh so we have it up there for everybody to see and uh hopefully as time goes on we'll be adding we're over we're well over 100 games on there mm-hmm. yeah and we're well over plenty <laughs> yeah yeah pl- there's plenty on there you know? yeah there's i mean we're putting this together slow, slowly but surely you know we're building her up you know getting the yeah. social all set up like that too um, and you know, obviously this show is going to be on here as well, or you're watching yeah. it right now and you'll be like, oh yeah, that's yeah, watch it. It's cool. You know? Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's nice to have those resources and obviously, you know, if you, if you aren't able to get into watch the pass, you know, you get to watch a few bit, bits on the side there. Um, and just going back to area, you know, <laughs> I mean, you, it's going to be, if you want, if you're wanting to prepare yourself for next year, you know, I think you should definitely catch up on these team, at least the top four. If you're going to jump on the website, take a look at them, look at their rosters, like look at some history um, or really the top six, because, you know, we got three that are competing for top four and right. you can jump in next year, knowing all 12 of the teams off the bat, you know, not having to, you know, if you're really intrigued by this show in particular, yeah. And, uh, you know, you've got a lot of the same, you know, this, all the teams that are in the super are, are there. I mean, the one team that I'm really curious to see how, I mean, I kind of know how we're, how it's going with the season with IBM, yep. but I'm curious to see where they are next year, because if, you know, in the, all these games that they've been playing, they have not, they've been getting beat pretty bad, especially this last week. They got, I mean, they, they got taken to the woodshed. They did. <laughs> they, they definitely got, got themselves handed uh, on a silver platter. I'm afraid. Yeah. And um, yeah. So yeah, no, it will definitely be uh, like you said, but we're almost at the end, which is really strange because, you know, for you and I, and for most of us, football season doesn't last until February. Right. So seeing all right. this kind of come to an end, which, you know, for you and I and for other people, well, it makes it easier to kind of catch up on the games. But, you know, it would be great to see, you know, the sport of football, you know, going to, into December in Japan during an air, you know, time of year where in Japan, you know, I mean, baseball's not playing. Base, you know, they don't have hockey and basketball like we have. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when we were talking about how to, you know, expand the sport, and maybe John will disagree with us and you know, maybe he will agree. I don't know, but <laughs> just as an outsider looking in, it's like you have empty stadiums. You have, it would just be nice. It would be awesome to see the X league play, you know, into the winter months. I wouldn't mind if you wanted to change it up, you know, and maybe find a way that you can experiment that that could yeah. work. I, well, I, think, and could, I think something like that could work or yeah. possibly you could try it. Right. Well, and that kind of gets into what we were going to talk about a little bit later here, talking about the NFL in Japan. So, right, right. Yeah, we're that is uh, I'll tell you one thing I was leading into this show. I I knew that they had 
by the way, I knew they had gone to Japan, like the NFL that is, but I guess I didn't realize the scope of how many games. And also it's been a while, by the way. Right. Uh, not as long as I thought, but still kind of like, hey, this was still kind of recent. Like, I'm surprised they haven't gone back yet. There's been talks, but, you know, we'll get to that in a second. Um, but I mean, that would help even, I think, to me, that helps by association. The X League itself, because yeah. the NFL probably. I mean, maybe there. I mean, there's a following, of course. Like, there's Twitter accounts that are NFL Japan as well. Right. Like, they're official from the league. But let's be honest. I don't. I don't think you or I see the league ever trying to go out there, unless they really could work it, or they become even bigger than they are now. Well, I mean, in this day and age, let's just kind of take the NFL where it's at right now. Okay, and let's just look at the billions of dollars that the league generates. Okay. And how that money is generated, and that comes from all the TV networks. The NFL that we have now is light years away from where it was even 20 years ago. So the financial incentive for them to go to Japan, and so let's just say playing the Tokyo Dome, I don't know if it's there. I mean, it's really kind of a cost-benefit. Now, let's use the CFL. Now, for the CFL, it might be a different story to get that exposure, mm-hmm. um, you know, but, um, you know, I, as we're talking here, I have the game on in the background between Ottawa and Calgary. The question is, is how much excitement would a Ottawa Calgary game exhibition game generate? That's different than if you're bringing over the new England Patriots with Tom, or I'm sorry, not with Tom, let's say the Tampa Bay Buccaneers with Tom Brady. Sure. I mean, that's going to generate interest. Uh, you know, the CFL without any known names would probably not. And that goes to what we were kind of talking about earlier is some of the homegrown talent, but I don't know. And that's, uh, you know, when we, when John's on next time, hopefully we can uh, have that conversation with him as to, you know, when we talk about how to grow the game. Right. Well, even you, it's funny you bring the CFL up. I mean, they're doing that whole, they're trying to do this whole global Alliance kind of movement, you know, getting leagues like, types like say the X league and others of the type where there are clubs that are yeah. trying to then do global draft to where it then kind of relates almost back to the CFL in a right. way. And it's supposed to help grow their game in a way too, yeah. you know, which to some people that's been a confusing process on how that helps the CFL in the case, but like in the terms of like a league, like the X league that helps an exposure. So like to me, right. that benefits the le- the clubs that associate with them that go, yeah, well, our players, you know, we're, it's a bigger league. So, like, we instantly get to get, you know, more eyeballs on us, maybe right. from across the, well, and it, and across it gives, the ocean. And it, and it gives the X League credibility in a country where the X League, you know, is kind of, is pretty much unknown. Now, mm-hmm. the people that I mean, the great thing about the X League is they do have television commentators. It is online. It's, it's able to survive and, you know, be seen in an era where we've got connectivity. I mean, every one of right. us carries around a TV screen in her pocket nowadays. Um, but for like, yeah, I mean, the NFL did now going back, you know, when the NFL went first went over to Japan. So when the NFL went to Japan, it was the first international game post merger. So, mm-hmm. you know, Zach, you're obviously too young to remember this, but me I being somebody is. who was born, <laughs> you know, me being somebody who was born when Lombardi coached the Packers and when the NFL only consisted of 16 teams, back in the early seven, back in the mid-70s when the Cardinals and Chargers played in Japan, 
that was a huge deal. And Pete Rosell was commissioner. And back then, you know, I mean, uh, the the starting, you know, the wages of these players was really, in comparison, nothing compared to what obviously they are now. Oh yeah. So back then, the NFL was looking for exposure, and you know, after that, every few years they would go back to go back go to other countries, and for a while, for about, and I, I think the numbers of thirteen total games were played in Japan, but then it all kind of stopped, and I don't know. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it stopped, If and you may be looking at it on your screen, but I think around maybe around the time, 9-11, after uh, around the early 2000s? Yeah, it was early 2000s. So the NFL is kind of done, if we're talking like international and say like if we're wanting to talk about how we could get like maybe the NFL goes back there and then that right. adds into the culture out there again. The, you know, the American Bowl went from 1986 to 2005. That was the right. last one. And then 05 was around, actually, I believe, the t- if not the year, the time that Roger Goodell came in. Because Roger Goodell was the one well, that, that would make in. sense. Yeah. He was the one that ushered in a push for let's get a new set of international games where it it moved away from the preseason ex- exhibition games right. and started focusing on let's get regular season games out there. So it's more important. You know, it it, it then has more eyeballs on it. So it's not disregarded as right. quickly by at least American audiences too. Right. Well, um, much, I think yeah. much in the same way that MLB went out to Japan for a few years or started the season out. I remember when the Cubs and the, the Mets played in Japan and they would start mm-hmm. out before they got into the series, they played a um, exhibition game, you know, between my Cubs and my wife's giants. Yeah. That's fair. That, that is, that is, that's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, but looking, you know, talking about, yeah, talking about the NFL, but yeah, that was around the time, yeah, Goodell became commissioner and kind of the landscape of the NFL drastically changed after that. And it has turned into, I mean, if you invested a dollar in NFL stock, it'd be worth a million now with the amount of money that, you know, the NFL generates. So no kidding. No, I mean, you, you imagine people back, I mean, even back in the seventies, it'd probably be like, well, this is going somewhere, but like, can you imagine how it is of like, they're imagining now where it's like, you mean to tell me a player made half a billion dollars? Gonna make yeah, no, a million I, dollars. <laughs> no, I don't think if, you know, I mean, if, you know, if Lombardi were alive today, he would be amazed yeah. by what he, you know, the way the game has grown, even Papa Bear Hallis. Oh, I imagine he would could be, not have imagined. Yeah. I, I, I would be curious what he would say about today. You know, if he was still around, you know, yeah. his own his own organization as well as just the league in general. Right. Well, there is one person who can tell us, and you and I have had this conversation that uh, in a future episode, maybe we should bring Upton Bell on. That would be a good one, just for this, that, just mm-hmm. for this conversation, in terms of how to grow the game, because we're talking about somebody who, too, uh, whose father wrote the book on how to grow the professional game. Yeah. Yeah. Plenty of exposure to the smaller leagues too. True. Well. True. Yeah. All that background. Plenty of background. So I'm going to ask you, Greg, just because I have it right in front of me. I, and if you know this off the top of your head, good, good for kudos to you, because I would have not. Um, what was the what was the last game played in Japan that was an NFL game? Uh the last game was 
I have. I'm cheating. I gotta admit, That's fine. I'm, I'm I'm cheating here. <laughs> it's oh, yeah. uh, it's been a long day at work. So it would have been uh, the Falcons versus the Colts if I'm looking. If I'm uh, if uh, if is, if what I have in front of me is correct. That is correct, good sir. I that don't is. know though if that was the one that Cheap Trick played at. <laughs> that would be kind of funny though, because yeah. You know, not only is it's, I mean, that, that want you to want me the live version, which was out. I, from, I understand that's the Japanese recording from right. that concert run is the best known version of that song. It's their best song too. So yeah. Like, what are the odds you get him as, the half, as a halftime act? Yeah. Cause they did do a halftime act at one of the, I don't remember which one. Cause it, the, the game was on here. I mean, I do remember, mm-hmm. I think it was on maybe ESPN or something, but um yeah, Cheap Trick did play at least one halftime uh, of the exhibition games. And according to this, if I, for the one I'm running on, almost all of them are Tokyo Dome. There is one outlier there's that was two, not actually. played. It. There's two? What's the other one? Well, okay, are you talking one. stadium or place? Like a um, city? Well, I'm talking, well, yeah, let's talk stadium. Because the outlier on cities is Osaka was host to one game. Yes. And uh, I, have actually, I have actually been in the Osaka Dome. So it's, oh, uh, nice. it's, uh, it's, it's kind of, it's, it's, uh, how do I want to describe it? It's unlike anything you've seen in the States here in terms of, uh, you know, stadium design. But when way back when the Japanese kind of followed the American style of dome stadium. So like the Tokyo Dome is very reminiscent of, uh, you know, the old Hoosier Dome, the old uh, Silver Dome, the old, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the old Roller Dome up in Minneapolis. I, I get how the how it's followed that. Oh, that's a gorgeous building, by the way. Like yeah. I, the, the flowing rim on the side, it's almost like a more stylized uh, Louisiana Superdome. Yeah. Is how yeah. they put it together. That, that is right. beautiful. And uh, Japan's got some beautiful stadiums. And, you know, going back, you know, with that said, you know, if the NFL wanted to go back to Japan, there are better stadiums than what they have played in previously. Because, you know, obviously with the the Summer Olympics, Mm -hmm. new stadiums were built and remodeled. So it's not because the NFL lacks any venues to play an exhibition game or even a regular season game at. It's... You know, I think I think a lot of it has to do with the money involved and, you know, how, you know, and it boils down to, I think, you know, the commissioner and, you know, sure. the, the, the group of owners that are in charge now are not the same. They're a different breed now. So, you know, I mean, we look at look at L.A. with with SoFi Stadium, what the Bears are looking at in terms of stadium here. I mean. So again, it boils down to I think money, and I just don't know if the money is there for the NFL. Maybe I mean, who knows? I I know uh, I think last I looked up, or we talked about that football's ranked like I think John said forty sixth was the number in terms yeah. of popularity. I um, think right above figure skating mm-hmm. or below. You know, I'm joking, but you know, it's it's such it's so far down there on the scale that. Um, yeah, but with that said, I mean they they do have exposure. I mean there is a, a functioning league, and there is I mean they've got enough money to televise these games, and Definitely. so there is a there is a base there that they could build on. Now the question is is who are you going to partner with? I mean I think a league like the CFL would be perfect 
or even with the league over Mexico too. And that's something, well, we don't really talk about here, but you know, you've got a league in Mexico, football is popular in Mexico. Mm -hmm. You know, the NFL would obviously be the ultimate in partnerships, but you know, we've seen how the NFL has treated even the CFL. Right. And, and I think that, you know, now the NFL is exploring Canada right now. Right. Um, they are looking at sites and there's, you know, sites like Mosaic Stadium out in yeah. Saskatchewan that have claimed that or that have said that they want to host a game. So like right. that's changing, but it also is a kind of a bitter spot because there are we know how it is. There's dire people that don't want the want that league invading that right. that area of you know the world. Yeah. And well, know, it's even the with the elf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then we, you know, in talking about the elf, you've got the elf, and you've got the German leagues, and you've got the British leagues too. So, um, you know, at some point maybe we'll have, and I think we've talked about this before, a true World Cup of football, where you've got, you know, our friend BJ with Panasonic, with um, I'm sorry, with Obic, yep, you know, squaring off against the Frankfurt Galaxies. Um, you know, at Jerry World of all places. Oh my God! To me, that would be you know, that would be the ultimate. Could you imagine if that that ever could take place? Like how bonkers that that just sounds. The way you said that, take a German football team against the best right. Japanese football team, and we're going to play in Arlington, Texas. That'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be great. And of all and of all the NFL owners there, I mean, he's he he would be the guy that would you know, I mean, they they played. You know the Japanese national team has played in in, um, in Jerry World, so mm-hmm. I mean I could see it happening. Maybe, now, maybe would it generate the interest that obviously a World Cup is going? Probably not, but it's a start, and that's what you know. That's what's mm-hmm. fun about doing the podcast. We're trying to all trying to grow the game, and we're trying to grow the game from you know we're in the you know in the land of you know in the United States where mm-hmm. football is king. So for you and I, it's 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 enjoyable trying to grow this game outside when let's face it we're the only you know the three of us are the only english language show podcast covering american football in japan and not to sound and not to sound like a typical american but we've even stressed our you know john stressed it on here too where it's like the english access is kind of what i think can open that door i know it's a japanese league right you know if it's if it's a mo if it's mainly Americans that are the diehard people like us that are consuming these outer leagues like that. Right. You no, know, you do have to, I feel like catering somewhat, not saying, I'm not saying like give everything up and like, you know, just bail on having a Japanese website. Cause it is a Japanese website or right. anything like yeah. that, or you want it that way, but like, you know, to have that portion and me trying to sound as little American esque world traveler, yeah terrible person as possible you know that kind of helps and that's something right. that i've heard people talk about too it's like well you know there's the bear there's the language barrier i got to get over if i want to even enjoy it a bit more as well right you know, well i think and i think in and technology is kind of helping us a and lot that is because that is. you know even 10 years ago we could not have had done this show we could not we would we didn't have the software to translate these websites for us um nor did we have twitter to make contact with somebody like John over in Tokyo with the same interest, but because of technology, we're able to do this. I, I will say, Greg, I have learned, uh, I've learned Google like pig Latin of like English in a way. Yeah. <laughs> so 
I have actually attempted in recent episodes, I will go to like the news section and I will basically read it and go, okay, so this is what it's translating it to. Like, it'll say like, uh, like here, we're, I'm going to do one right now. Just let's have, let's have some fun with this. Okay. All right. This is just me, you know, I I'm, but I, it's still like, it's almost like a fascinating, like little puzzle I get to play. You know, I get to learn, I get to read up on, you know, the writer's takes. And I also get to see how Google translated this very weirdly. So yeah. Um, let's see, how do they usually put it? Um, they, they always talk about the, oh yeah, they talk about the attack. Like that's offense. They, so it's always translated to the base word, the attack. So the attack gained like this many yards or something along that line, or, you know, it always do like, it'll do like kind of like the simplified word of it, but that's just how they reads it. I'm just saying, I find that funny but it's well and it's, you know, it's that's what we're it, dealing with right now yeah <laughs> and know? well and the great and the and kind of the the fun thing i think for you and i is it's a challenge it's and once we kind of crack the code it's like oh okay this makes okay this makes sense so for instance you know you and i can watch a japanese football game or even a japanese baseball game mm-hmm. and we don't need to know we don't need to hear what the announcers are saying because we know enough for football, for instance. My wife once asked me, I was watching a Japanese game. She goes, do you know what's going on? I go, yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a penalty for holding. Well, yeah. Uh, how do you know that? Because football, there is a universal language. Yes. And baseball the same way. So that's kind of the beauty. So it kind of transcends, you know, with the help of technology, plus the sport, you know, the sport itself is other sports you know, we're able to kind of cross that cultural divide. Like you're like, you've seen in Europe, you know, football, I mean, in in a continent like Europe where there are multiple languages, you know, once you hit the field, now obviously Europe's a bit different. Everybody, you know, usually everybody has, has, has been taught at least basic English. So there is a common language over there, except in Britain where they don't teach any foreign language and uh, they're, (laughs) they're much like us. Um, kind of deficient in foreign languages, you know, mm-hmm. no matter whether French, German or whatever, but at least over there. So I guess what I'm saying is football, there is a common language in football and with technology, the way it is now with technology getting better, obviously, you know, there's a, once you sit down and going offense, attack. Oh yeah. Now that makes sense. But when you first look at it going, huh, this may, Oh yeah. Now <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. Well, I, and I, here's how I think of it just to make it kind of like, sound more like i'm not trying to be like this needs to be english you know type of thing right you know and this also it's funny this is a league that we talk about as well on the side outside of here the cfl yeah. you know they have the lcaf french translated version of their own right. site as well now credit french is a second national language in canada so right. you know it's a little bit different if you want that if i'm being fair but say you wanted to put an alternate version that's what I would do, you know, right. but that's something for the future. Cause like, cause you know, I think we're moving forward, you know, they've realized like we've been talking, they made a streaming service. All yeah. right, cool. It's, you know, I would say for the most part, broadcasts have looked great from what I've seen. And, yeah. uh, you know, they, they've moved the right direction. They're doing more live streams this year. It seems they're right. doing a lot of interactive type of things with the fans. That's yeah. great. And, you know, and just talking about the quality of the broadcast. So, um, on Saturdays, when I get a chance, I do watch my old cow. I do watch Western Illinois play. At least I try to. And mm-hmm. trying to watch some of the college productions of football games on ESPN Plus. 
um, it's, uh, it can be challenging at times. But with the X League, it's not that. It's very professionally done. Yes, um, it is. It is light year. It, it, for anybody who's not seen it, again, you can go to the website and look at the YouTube page and look at like last year's because the season of 2019 is on our web is on our YouTube page and you just kind of scroll through um, you, you'll f- just look for uh, X league games and you'll find those games. And if you look at them very professionally done and, uh, and it's even kind of, it's nice in watching some of the, these games because you know, what's I like about them and exactly. you and, and Zach, I don't know if you remember, but there was a day back when the NFL didn't have first down markers, didn't have a whole bunch of graphics on screen. Yeah. You just had the game. You didn't have stats. You didn't have, and that's what I kind of, it's very old school because um, you just had the score. And that's what I like. That's what I like. Right. Well, and even like they would, I love watching the old highlights of NFL where it's like, you know, they have some full games on like yeah. NFL's own YouTube. And I kind of go, oh yeah, there was a period in time where like they would just pop up the score in time real quick and then just pop right. it back down. And that's all you would watch. That's all you needed. And, and some, like of the, some of the some of the games are like that too right now, you know, depending yeah. on the broadcast company. But still, like, to your point, it does kind of put that old schooly vibe in there. It does. It's a very, but it's a, it's a good old school because, I mean, we watch foot. We're, we're spoiled with football now. I mean, last yes, night, good example. You know, and actually ESPN, they've cut back. I mean, you go to NBC. Oh, it's just all, it's AWS, stats, Jen, but. Yeah, I mean, it's just nice to watch a game and just watch the field and not be bombarded with information, <laughs> which is why I like, you know, I mean, even now tonight, I mean, I think we've got, what, game two of the World Series? Uh, that'd be game three? Three. Yeah, okay. it was game three because they split if I, that. Yeah. yeah. And uh, if I were to turn that on right now, that'd be nothing but statistics. CFL actually does a great job of not bombarding you with uh, mm-hmm. graphics like the X League. Oh yeah, yeah, they they do solid. You know, and I I like I like simplistic. Like if the score's there, that that's all I want. I I I want something that's like like you know the Scoring old Fox. Clock. Like if we're talking NFL again, like yeah, you know how they how Fox used to have the little square in the corner where right. you have like three timeout blips, and it was like yeah. completely out of the way. Now right. they've went away from that, but that was my favorite because it let you look at the game and you could glance up there if you wanted. Yeah. But in reality, you know, it lets you see the whole field better. Right. Now, wasn't well, with that, yeah. Now with that said though, let's just use the X league and bring it. I think the X league, if they added some gimmicks, like with what they did with Nickelodeon, if you remember the playoff game with the bears, if you can find stuff like, like relations like that, or that whatever. was kind of, that was cool. So it's, uh, I mean, there's so many things I think any league in, you know, I've got the the CFL on the background here that to draw viewers in. And I think, you know, we're, we're in a day and age now where t- TV rules yeah. and there is so much. I mean, you know, while the CFL suffers in attendance, TV ratings are actually pretty good because they do put put good on. They do put on good productions. And obviously the TVs that we have nowadays are much better than what I had as a kid in the seventies. So, right. I mean, I, I could have a, I honestly could have a whole conversation. We need to do an episode with you where I'm asking the question of why doesn't like even the CFL, why doesn't the CFL diversify with Sportsnet and make two packages and then, you know, profit a little more Yeah, because you can also force competition where 
you know, TSN gets complaints about like, as we're talking a tangent with CFL, where it's like they get complaints about TSN burying games in lower tier sub. Yeah. Down on the, on the sub channel. Mm-hmm. So that way you like you get on Sportsnet and then they start putting on primaries, so then TSN's right. forced to put it on primary, you know, or something right. like that. Nature. Right. I don't know. Well, but like, and- yeah, I don't oh. know what the channel's options are in Japan, but right. you know, if you get popular enough, that's the hope is maybe you can become not amateur anymore. And someday, yeah. hopefully, you're saying we're pro, you know, right. or well, people designate my, as pro. My goal is, and you know, my long-term goal is to help grow the game in Japan. Yeah. Now, for me, the ultimate would be getting a spot on ESPN Plus, like down in the, you know, to oh me, that's when you know you've made it. Because you look at what ESPN Plus has now, you know, right before I was, you know, I logged in with you when, you know, had turned the game on. Navy Sprint Football is playing. They were playing against a college I've never heard of. And that's, you know, the ESPN Plus has made, you know, it's it's probably the greatest app out there of all the streaming services. Forget Netflix. Forget if you're a mm-hmm. sports nut. If you don't have ESPN Plus. Forget the other channels, whether it be Fox or whether it be, you know, and Sky. I mean, with ESPN, so I just think ESPN Plus would be a perfect place to put Japanese games. I get, and I'm now, taking the long way around. But now, now here's a knock I'll have with the X League streaming, which is, you know, I've, uh, let's just say I've, I've, frust- I've invented my frustrations on the login process, um, which yeah. is, it, I will say that. I have still not had success yet getting in. I have kept up with the games. I, right. I know what goes on. There's plenty of stuff for me to do that. Um, but I haven't been able to fully embrace it because there are things that that are related to the specific country that I'm like, oh, it's not letting me in. <laughs> you know, right. like uh, the, the Furigama, that was what it was. It's That yeah. still is a hang up for me. Um, I've had no luck. I, with it. <laughs> I had thought you, I thought you had had, you got that all in. I thought I, I have tried. I've continued to try. No. Okay. <laughs> wow. I didn't yeah, know that. It, uh, I, I have not construed that to you guys, but for those out there, that is a, that is a thing. If it's been a thing for you, that's a problem. You're right. not alone. I, well, and I with have, that, I've had problems with it. <laughs> yeah. And with that said, I mean, the one thing about the X league and their highlights is, they do a darn good job at highlights that we've been able, mm-hmm. you know, I've watched these games that we've talked about and you're like, yeah, yeah. You didn't miss much other. You know, we, we definitely hit all the high points right. because, you know, football being the way it, the, the way it is, it is really football is just a, you know, you can condense a good game down about five minutes worth of highlights. True. And again, I, I, I do my due diligence every two weeks to keep up and I read everything I can. I watch everything I can. But like I've like I'm saying, that's a frustration that's mine right now is where I'm like, if there's another thing I could say, like if you want your international audience like to tailor to that as well, that would making that easier next year or like at least for the spring start with that or even maybe tailor for the fall. I beg. Otherwise, I'm going to keep trying to figure out how my Furigama, which I've looked up and I have still lost on. I've looked this thing up so many times. I cannot tell you, Greg, and I still cannot get it to say this isn't what this is on the website to where i'm just like right. just take my card take my money yeah please i'll give you well like, i feel bad because you, you know, i mean i didn't until now we'll after we get offline i'll we'll we'll, we'll get you squared away <laughs> i i i wasn't meaning mean to bring this up but like 
now that oh, we're just on that, I'm just like, okay, here's what's going on. Right. Well, <laughs> but, and you know, <laughs> but you know, we're looking, you know, obviously we're at the uh, getting close to the end of the regular season. And, uh, but this is, you know, I mean, if people are listening to us and, you know, and for those of us, for those of you who are listening to us, and this is something that I have not, neither, none of us have, if you, if you want to reach out to us, we're at gridironjapan at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know we haven't put that out before, but I know we do know that people are listening to the to the um, to the podcast. So, by all means, if you have the same frustrations, if you have, you know, just drop us a line if you're listening to the show and just tell it, tell us what you think, and we would really appreciate it. But we are at gridironjapan at gmail.com, as simple as it gets, mm-hmm. and um, or you can reach us via Twitter too. That's the other. Reach us yeah, direct message via, via or Twitter. eventually or eventually Facebook. I still keep <laughs> I get so busy I keep forgetting to put up that put up that social and Instagram. So like those will happen. I just need to get them done. <laughs> well, it's like you know, everything else between you I and, and John. All of us have full time jobs, and uh, you know, I mean, we've got shop we've got uh, shop gridiron Japan. Mm-hmm. The amount of merchandise is slowly increasing, but um, you know, we now have sweatshirts. That's and awesome. That's been that's the first part of apparel. So it you know much like the X League, I think it's it's gonna for our podcast and our for our video cast, you know it's gonna take time. You know we're gonna slowly build an audience, and uh, you know I think we've done a good job, and I know people are listening, and hopefully mm-hmm. people will continue listening. Talk and, about getting uh, squared away. I'm gonna have to get myself a sweatshirt or something. Yeah. Afterwards. And uh, <laughs> you know as we move forward, obviously, I mean there are people that will be coming on. I know we're I'm gonna be reaching out to Upton Bell personally. Also, Jim Mullen at Football Canada. Um, yeah, I'd like. Uh, we'd love to have him on too. And then our own special guest next week, which I will say is a X one player. So that that is the only other hint I'm giving for the rest of this podcast. You'll have to wait two weeks, but we will have another X one player on next week's show. So getting them guests lined up as we build this up. Yeah. And and BJ, I, we know you're listening, so. Yes, um, we do. Definitely hit us up and drop us a line and and tell us, you know how we're uh, how we're sounding in Japan amongst uh, your fellow players and uh, if we're hitting the right notes, if we're if we need to, you know, change direction a little bit or you know tell us what you guys want to hear out there because it's um, for as much as John um, Zach and I love to talk football, we really want to hear from you guys and uh, mm-hmm. our I mean. Our apologies that we haven't put that out before, but um, hopefully if you're listening to this, you've you found us on Twitter. So you can either direct message us there. Like I said, gridironjapan at uh, gmail.com. And also too with Zach, Zach is at grid, at grid gallery. Um, Zach it's grid. It's a mouthful and it's been late at work. Yeah, it is. Give a me your Twitter account. It, it's, it's at grid gallery pod. So uh, at, again, at grid gallery pod pod is what and, that uh, is so, and that's and, just uh, all across the board and you know? our john and our, um our john gunning he's available at john um john gunning isj yes. on twitter and uh i myself am at cfl america mm-hmm. and um yeah and so that's how to reach us pretty simple as that because you know feedback you know we want to talk about it and you know we're trying to grow the game that way so you know we want to hear if we're talking about similar things that like you guys are talking about and that's from either 
those that live in Japan, because most of our audience is in to- is actually from Japan and is actually from Tokyo, by the way. Uh, True. We look, at the, we look at those stats. So hi, everyone out there. And <laughs> you if know? you're and if you are listening and if you are in Japan, you know, drop us a line in ter- terms of your experiences with, you know, football in Japan. I know uh, some of you may be English teachers out there who miss football and kind of maybe have stumbled upon this and have given us a listen, but let us know. Just tell us what your experiences are, um, either watching or even playing the game in Japan. I know myself in about a year, hopefully I will be over there coaching flag football after I retire and, uh, you know, hopefully be writing about the game and, and taking pictures of a lot of these ex, ex, ex-league teams that we're talking about. Yeah, getting our correspondent, getting two guys out there, and then leaving leaving little old me back in the Midwest. You, <laughs> you can know? be our Brent Musburger back here, and you can do the you are looking live, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> look, getting a live look in from from from, from Kawasaki Stadium. Kawasaki Stadium, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that moment when we get that chance, you know, soon, soon, sooner than, well, sooner than we think, you know, well, that's the beautiful part about, you know, in the age we live in, we actually have a TV channel. Mm-hmm. We have the means to do it. Right. We do. You know, absolutely. The, uh, we have, have all the tools and, you know, I, I, I love that this is possible. You know, that this has been so much fun so far doing right. this. Um, well, and the and, great thing is, I mean, and I was telling, I was having this conversation with somebody, I think it was two days ago. Mm-hmm. I said the one, and we were talking about things that have changed the world. And I'm like, just look at the phone that has changed the world. Yeah. All of us are able to, um, all of us are able to be literally um, live correspondents anywhere in the world. And that's, you know, and I talk about this a lot, and I, maybe it's just because I'm getting older and I've read a lot of science fiction and I'm able to look back. But you know, all of us have the power to grow the game, and that's what why we, uh, Zach, John, and I wanted decided to do the podcast to uh, try to grow the mm-hmm. game, and because there's more to football than just the NFL, and the NFL obviously for all of us is a big part of our our football experience. Growing up, I know it was for me, and I know it was it has been for zach and even john john being from ireland um the nfl has been a big part of his life growing up and and it was his introduction i mean god love him he's a bears fan what more can you you know what are the odds that three people from different parts of the country are you know are all you know are all bears fans and um I met one actually i have another one that's internationally from the uk i just met recently too where i'm like oh wow we're we are growing the community with that too right right Uh, and that's you know and this is where and going back to what we're saying just about the nfl the nfl has grown the game internationally so there is a fan base and uh, much like you know the dreams of spring football in the united states um you know the the game can be grown it just it has to be um you know there's a grassroots part of it that Mm -hmm. you know hopefully you know all of us you know, those of us listening and anywhere, just that's, you know, much like the CFL, the CFL is having trouble because they have not grown their game. And so that's what we're here for to help grow the game. Yep. Absolutely. All right, folks, we are going to go towards the, well, really the end game of this episode here as you know, the moment you, many of you wait for, for each one of these, 
talking about our predictions, we're going to put a little twist this week because of our focus on X1 area. So we're going to add in the one question for you and I for X1 areas definitively who gets that fourth promotion spot. And then we'll give our predictions for week section five of the X1 super. So I'm going to, well, let's start with, let's start with the area question. So three, again, three teams all tied for fourth right now. All of them are not playing each other by the way. So there's no definitive changes it's oh, all so three nobody, playing yeah nobody can knock nobody can knock each other out there's no direct ko here it's going to be oh. somebody has to mess up is what's going to happen who's going to be that fourth spot that's going to join the challengers the silver star and the suns come next spring well if i had to and i'm not a betting man but i don't then again i am doing very well in cfl pick them uh with third de- the people at third down gamble mm. uh, where i am league leader if, okay okay <laughs> if i all right puffing the chest a bit <laughs> yeah yeah well uh that's about the only thing i can crow about but uh you know how do you they're like how do you how were you able to pick all the teams i go i don't know it's a nine team league it's at this point we can kind of figure out who the winners and losers will most likely be matter of fact i did pick the calgary you know calgary won over ottawa so that was a no-brainer oh, but wow. um no looking at uh x you know looking at uh x1 area Tell you what, my heart's got to go with Section Nine, the Metropolitan Police Department. Oh, okay. They 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 skid by to keep up, and you're saying next week they're going to be uh, right out on top. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll go out on a limb. Okay, not bad. I should preview these matches, by the way, for those as we're talking too. So the ones we're focusing in. So the uh, yeah, the <laughs> Tokyo's Section Nine department is going to be taking on the the, the nagoya cyclones nagoya cyclones yeah yep, you got nagoya it. thank you for that correction meanwhile you also have uh the deers they're going to be taking on fuji film as well uh, the minerva that is and then for the densu caterpillars they are going to be having the toughest matchup of all the suns themselves <laughs> which you know as we said the only loss they've had this year was by one point against right. the challengers right. who were tied for first in the x1 area standings yeah yeah so. and uh yeah no uh you know in terms of just going back metro you know the metropolitan police department I, yeah that's that's definitely my pick that's why i'm you know it's like i'm looking it over because i could go either way on some of these but yeah that's my pick they in terms of strength of the remaining week schedule in a, right. from a week from now as our recording they definitely seem to have the easiest path on paper. Yeah. Um, I would say is the case. Um, and I, I know the deers have been, they've been kind of hit with some uh, tough contests last week. Both the Sahi teams have been back to back, although they almost beat the silver star. They actually just lost on a final game drive. That was how they lost right. that contest four weeks ago, but, or three weeks ago with the off week type of thing. You know what I mean? But uh <laughs> You know they're they get a chance at least to kind of recuperate. So I don't know. I I'm still gonna stick with the Deers. They came they came out guns blazing really fast out of the gate. Um, I think that they you know they took their lumps. They you know they played games close really even against the Challengers. They hung in there till at least the fourth quarter. Uh, the Challengers just had three straight drives. They just kind of ended the game and made it lopsided at right. the end. 
you know, but otherwise the deers, you know, they were keeping up most of that time. I think they'll take it. I think that they'll, they'll finish it out and it won't be a collapse because they have been top four so far all season. Right. And now they're kind of on the brink of being eliminated. Yeah. I think that they finished the job. Otherwise it's going to be really disappointing collapse to lose out on getting promoted is what will happen there. Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So otherwise, I mean, Denser's a good team, but like, I agree with you with the Suns have been, uh, you know, they're, they're, they're top tier. <laughs> so. You know what the Suns and we, you know, I think we'll probably save this conversation for later, but mm -hmm. in terms of uniforms, the Suns are actually one of my favorite uniforms, but I'm not a 49ers fan, but <laughs> even though for whatever reason, I just like the way the Suns have done their logo and, 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 and copied uh, the, you know, copy the Niners. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a fan of the Minerva, but you know, I can relate if I was say a Buckeyes fan. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. You know, although they were, uh, so what was cool is by the way, if you, for those, maybe you didn't catch them, um, catch it or you noticed too, they were these kind of unique, like alt turquoise jerseys. I didn't see that coming, but they wore like, it was basically a Buckeyes uniform, except you take any of the silver on the uniform, replace it with turquoise, like kind of like ocean spray. Look. Ah, yeah. It was very fascinating to watch it, watch in replays. Not, right. Not going to lie. And but it looked yeah. it looked kind of cool color clashing with like the Suns like San Francisco 49ers get up. Yeah. You know? No, you know what? And I know, you know, I think uh it I'd like to see more and this is this sounds horrible, but I would love to see more of the X League teams copy the NFL look. I mean, so uh, I mean it, it, there's already enough of them. Like the the yeah, the like the like it's not like uh oh I'm darn it, of course I mess up the name right now. It's not like the Jesus Christ. I'm I'm spacing. Oh no, Jima. I was like I'm, I'm thinking Nagasaki. I'm like no, it's not Nagasaki. Stop, stop, stop it, brain. Uh, but no, it's not like Nogashi. Nojima already copies the Broncos uniforms anyway. True. Uh, yeah. Because they also that's another kind of bar. Let me let me copy your homework type of moment. Yeah. Is they also use that. But it looks good. Like I, I like those looks too. Yeah. So. And uh, you know, at some point we'll go. We'll do like a whole. We'll do a. You know, we'll do a whole fashion review of all the teams. Um, but I do like Panasonic. <laughs> yeah, I I do like Panasonic because for anybody out there who loves the XFL, the original XFL, it's very much reminiscent of the LA Extreme. It their is. uniforms. That that is very true. They do look very, they do look a lot like that. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. I didn't think about it that way. I mean, their logo is pretty close. Yeah. Just add another, uh, did they have three prongs on the logo for the, I thought they had four for the extreme. I don't know. And I've got the mini helmet downstairs that I have to, mm -hmm. you know, without cheating and looking at the computer yeah, without, here, but without him to leave mid video. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. That's okay. <laughs> That's all right. Tell you what, let's. Uh, I don't know if we'll give a upset pick for Panasonic. I don't think we will, but you know, let's get those. Uh, let's get these super picks, shall we? All right. So we now have made our decisions on who's going to go and be promoted next year. So that'll be decided this in a week from our recording now. This weekend, which is coming up pretty shortly as we're talking, by the way. Um, we look at matchups such as, and I quote, good Lord, my computer being a mess that it is right now with these matchups. Uh, for this week in Section 5, X1 Super, we have, and I quote, 
to- Tokyo Gas, they are going to be visiting Nojima. So a crucial fourth seed playoff matchup right there for Super you have going on. Meanwhile, as we said, all Mitsubishi, they've come back after a majority of the season high kind of stay away, you know, COVID precautions, if you will. Right. Uh, they're going to be taking on what I would, what I, we would say is a desperate IBM team at this point. Yeah. Um, I think desperate know. might be underselling it. I think there's a lot of desperation after some of the losses they've taken. They, um, I, you know, I, 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 I'm looking at IBM in that, in this game because, you know, they're facing a team that's just now taking the field. So that that's kind of my thought behind it too. And it was going to be a, that was probably my quickest analysis is, as it's a little hard after you've been away so long and IBM's had plenty of time now to right. even with lopsided losses have some sort of chemistry that they can work off of right away. Right. So, right. yeah, I, I've got them pegged too, as we make that first prediction as well. Um, the other two team, other two games in this uh, lineup are going to be Fujitsu and Elecom. Oh, but so, before you do that, I'm taking Tokyo Gas in the first in the in the other game. Mm-hmm. I don't think I said fi- that. No, and I I was gonna wrap around, but that's fine. I'm actually gonna I'm actually honestly gonna take the creators too. Um, although I think that's gonna be maybe the best game of the weekend, and yeah. that's with me saying that our final ta- matchup on this list is Obic and Panasonic, which. If you are on the X League website, there's been write ups as to how players have been looking ahead of their matchup last week or last section yeah. already to this matchup as well. I, I don't remember. There's already a few Panasonic players that were already commenting like, "We're ready for Obic. Like it's go right. time, baby." Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the way in the way the league is set up, I mean, you you know, you've got three. It's a battle of three teams, and so this is pretty much a preview of what likely very well could be, you know, the league championship. This could be the rice bowl, right? This here. could be. Yeah. And, uh, and you know, with that said, I, what I always say, never bet against BJ. I'm oh. going with Obic. Oh my gosh. This is hurting me. <laughs> I, I, I said, I wouldn't do it again. No, I can't do it. I, I, I can't go through another slate of, uh, I'm wait. I'll, I'll be waiting for him if if they win. Going, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look who's laughing now. Uh, no, I'll I'll go with Obic though. This will easily be the tough. I mean, it's easily the toughest matchup all year. Right. But this has to be the best game of their season so far. Um, because I mean, Obic, I would say, has for the most part gotten by just the fact that the talent on that roster is enough to get them through. But I my confidence meter in my pick here is more on we rally the troops because this is the most important game of the season for us in terms of seeding and seeing where we're at in the cream of the crop and kind of gauging how we are going to look in the postseason. So, right. You know, it's their best game has to be this week. I'm going to take okay. them. Okay. But with All that right. caveat that they have to play the best game of their season against the right now, what I argue is the best team in the X league at this moment. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it goes back to that, you know, there, there's always that adage too on any given Sunday, we all know how football, Absolutely. you know, I mean, last night's Cardinal game, you know, Cardinal Packer game was a good example in a game that the Packers really should have just completely dominated the Cardinals. The Cardinals came back 
but yet because of a pinky finger <laughs> and really that's what it boiled down to was a pinky finger on a muff punt you know it could have been a completely different game so yeah and that's the beautiful part about football you just never know mm-hmm we final one we hadn't really talked on. Do you see Alcom upsetting Fujitsu? No, not at all. No, I, I don't think so either. No, <laughs> I, I, no. I, I watched them. I watched them uh, as you were stating, uh, you know, serve IBM their IBM its lunch last week. And uh, yeah, Alcom, as I've said earlier in the year, got lucky, I think, even tying IBM in the first place. So, right. You know, <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing much fortune for this. Yeah. One. And, you know, I mean, and that's the thing with the league. And John has talked about this, that there is at the super level, there isn't parity. Well, there is parity. You've yeah. got the top three teams and you got the bottom ones. And, you know, it's much like the old big 10 was back in the day when it was Ohio state, and Michigan every year playing mm-hmm. for the championship. And then mm, every now and then somebody would creep up, say, you know, Illinois in 83, Wisconsin, but in general, it's it's really you know and 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 you know and that's hopefully hopefully at some point the league will will get some parity going on. Much kind of you know, I mean, area has more parity than what the super has, so it does. Uh, though yeah. I think next year you are going to at least it'll seem like wins will be more abundant for just not just the top three because you'll right. have a lot more lower tier teams taking on right. You know ones that are coming up so yeah i'm fascinated to see what will happen with like say like a nojima or a tokyo gas or i or a uh yeah. or an all mitsubishi are playing like a sons or a challengers like right you know if they credit roster turnover but say they retain right. most of their rosters who yeah. comes out on top then right that's what will be fascinating right and you know that's the thing too just kind of you know for those who are just maybe tuning in this is the first time anybody's listened to our podcast hopefully you know hope maybe i don't know but you know we've really haven't really we've only brushed on the college game a little bit but the big thing you know the one thing that differentiates you know the C, you know this the x league versus say the cfl and the nfl mm-hmm. there is no college draft here so we don't have the benefit you know none of these teams have the benefit of you know you know, having, you know, having a draft to, to build parity, much like our, you know, you know, Upton Bell's father, uh, when he created the NFL draft, it was because to avoid situations like what we have in the X league right now, where it's consistently the top teams and the bottom ones are, you know, aren't doing anything. So, so, you know, maybe, you know, at some point there will be a draft and we know, you know, talking with John and, and we're seeing it on the, our YouTube page, there is football talent in Japan at the yes. college level. Absolutely. That, that there absolutely is. Yeah. And, you know, as long as it keeps, as long as it keeps growing, like we're talking and the exposure gets up, you know, the sky can be the limit you would think. Right. So. And, you know, there's something and you know, there's also too, and this may be a conversation obviously for another show, but also the impact of video games. Yeah, because you and I both know that it's very much a video game driven society now, and many NFL players grew up playing Madden, and that was their portal to playing football. Looking, looking at you, CFL. You know, same same conversation. Where are you at, man? Let's get, yeah, let's get a game going. You know. Yeah. 
make some video games. It's a great exposure tool. So yeah. I, I, I fully support and for the culture Japan has as a gaming, you know, Mecca and its history right. there too. I mean, it would be kind of almost a no brainer as long as you get a sports title that people want to play. And that's a good one. Right. Yeah. And it has to, and the other thing too, is it has to be in Japanese and yes. that is where, um, you know, J- Japan is good at adopting things from, from here and bringing them over there. But in order for a, a Japanese, let's say a Japanese version of Mad, and maybe there is one. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. a conversation we haven't had with John. And if anybody's listening, hey, set us straight. If there's anything that we have said that is completely off base, by all means, drop us a line and we will read your corrections on the air. Because if there's something, if there is, for instance, a version of Tecmo Bowl over in Japan that is being played that we don't know about, let us know. Because, uh, that's something we will definitely get out and share with everybody. I'd love to hear that. I need to, I mean, you just dropped me or uh, what was it today? The uh, uh, variant Tecmo Bowl I got to check out. Yeah. Yeah. Tecmobowl.org. So, yeah. It's, uh, and uh, I'll probably be popping that on here after the Elks, uh, after the Elks game tonight and playing a little bit of CFL uh, Tecmo Bowl. Nice. Nice. All for free. All for That's free. the best. All for free. That's the best. That's one of the best kinds of things. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take free. <laughs> but folks, thanks for tuning in. Uh, appreciate it. You know, uh, we're definitely going to be, we're excited to see what happens after this next section of games here. Like I said, we'll get to talk about the promotions, uh, if you will, and kind of, you know, analyzing how those teams might fit in. You know, I, I can't wait to hear what John's got to say about, you know, who will qualify as those four in our right. next show. And, you know, playoffs are coming they're right around the corner the playoffs are coming and also too with that said the college game is stepping up too so mm-hmm. you know there's also i mean we're we're not done with football in japan after the x league is done there is still college we got the koshin ball coming later on in december so that's right um i know we were talking about earlier about you know about how it's, it's sad that the x league kind of ends but there's still football to be played and there's a whole college game out there that uh we haven't even scratched the surface on it's going to be going to be a blast. Got plenty more in the pipeline. Keep building the show and keep letting us know what, what we need to improve on or uh, what we're doing good at. Because I, I love the feedback, by the way, when you guys leave comments or, and replies on Twitter, we read those. I like those. Even if it's a criticism, I like criticism. Yeah. I like, we're not sure. afraid. We're not afraid. At, we're not afraid at a being um, getting shots mm-hmm. or taking criticism and, uh, you know, even a little humor goes a long way. So if you've got a good, funny football meme, share it with us. <laughs> yeah, please. Because I know Greg will, <laughs> Greg, the meme Lord himself will, <laughs> he'll find it, He'll get a good laugh out of it or start on a tangent with those two. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing you, you'll find a way like how you're on will, the football covers right now for the games. <laughs> right now we've got the man covers going. And right now I've got the tickets going too. If you go to CFL America, over where I'm at, I'm, I'm kicking out uh, copies of uh, CFL tickets. And, uh, you know, <laughs> if you're looking for nostalgia, you, that's that's where you're going to find it over there. But when it comes to, you know, football news in Japan, we try to put out as much as we can. And um, if you find a news article, send it to us. There's a lot of stuff out there, obviously, with, you know, the three of us. It's, it's kind of, you know, it's... Uh, the internet's very vast, so there's. I'm sure there's something we may have missed. I put a little bit out tonight um, from um, some college stuff that happened a few years ago. Unfortunately, it was it wasn't the greatest type of uh, exposure for football in Japan, but 
it was um, it was very um, very informative in terms of just how um, it had to do with um, it had to do with player targeting, and that yeah, was a big yeah. thing back many years ago. So, anything you can find that uh, will enlighten us, by all means, please send it to us. Absolutely. Until next time, folks. Thanks for tuning in. You know, be sure to follow us on Twitter at least at, at Grand Japan. We will get those other social medias up, and uh, you know. Stay with it. It's going to be a fun rest of the year. Catch you next time.